Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of NC MMA Radio. This is your host, Tyson Roush. You can follow this show, ncmmaradio.com, also on Instagram and Twitter, ncmma underscore radio. And check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com. In this episode, we got a very special guest, a good friend of mine, a, a great Thai fighter, also an instructor at NC MMA. And he's got a big title fight coming up on Saturday, I Play America. Frank Wells, it's Tyson. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? How are you? Doing good, man. I, I walk, I walk in Nicotones, and I see you looking all mean and lean. And dude, you look ripped. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, pulling the weight down the the right way, doing it the last uh, six weeks or so. Been working my weight down. Um, I recently just started strength training at full uh, balls and barbells. I've been noticing more guys and gals and going there. So feeling light, feeling strong, ready to uh, ready to kill somebody. And before we talk about this fight, man, what I got to ask you about is you spent time in Thailand training, which is a, like a dream for probably any, any MMA fighter or Thai fighter. What was that experience like for you there, and what did you learn there? Um, that was like the coolest thing I've ever done. Um, yeah, I was out there for four months, three of which I was training. Um, I got to train at a couple of good gyms at um, – well, real great gyms. Um, I trained at Phuket Top Team, which is um, Muay Thai and MMA, but, you know, real big folks on Muay Thai. They have uh, Lordzilla there, who's uh, one of the top guys in lion fight, top guys in the world. Um, Sanchai's old coach trains there, teaches there. So it's like, that was a real cool place. Um, got to train with guys from all over the world. And then I spent a few weeks, at uh, Sityatong as well, which uh, that that gym is run by a father and son, and uh, those two guys have uh, been coaches for ten Lumpany champions over the course of their lifetime. Which, for people, um, those people that don't know, Lumpany is the most uh, prestigious Thai stadium in the world. So it's pretty uh, pretty nuts to get to train over there with those guys for an extended period of time. Now, what what are some of the things you learned there? Because you know, it, like around here, you get a lot of the traditional, like traditional kickboxing things like that. What what did you learn over there that's different than from here? The, there was two different kind of training styles. Um, it was really really hard uh, all day every day. So we do two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, um, and they do some technique there as well. I think the main difference is they're really more relaxed. It just generally when they're moving around and they're explosive when they need to be. I notice that a lot in the clinch where I'm clinching with, you know, guys that weigh 120, 130 pounds and you feel comfortable, you feel like you're in a good spot and all of a sudden they just lock up and you're kind of screwed and you end up on your back or get thrown out of the ring. Um, 
I think their like uh, their ability to be relaxed most of the time is what I had to change the most, I guess, or what I learned the most from them is uh, just how to relax in like chaotic situations. That's yeah, never a bad thing, man. Because you know, with tie fights, it can be you know high volume pretty quickly. And like you said, the clinch. I mean, you want to be able to, to intelligently defend yourself and not gash yourself out at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that and obviously like their level of technique. I think everybody knows is just kind of uh, is way better than here, just because they are kind of forced into it when they're young. They start fighting six, seven, eight years old. Um, you know, so every single trainer that I had or worked with had. 150 fights, 200 fights, um, trained guys for 10, 15 years after they were done fighting. So they're like real experts and masters of the sport. Um, so, yeah, there's just from the technical aspect and from the uh, overall approach, it was uh, kind of a different level over there. Yeah, and then you, you bring over your, your skill set here. And before you went to Thailand, you had the ability to train with some of the best fighters in the world here, whether it's you know, Edson yeah. Barbosa, Paul Felder, Eddie Alvarez, you name it, you know, Nick Catone's on the sparring on the weekends. Man, you're going with the best of the best in the world. How does that help you advance your game? Uh, that's really like a confidence thing when you go into a fight. You know, like the guys that I fight now are all pretty good, but I can look at them and I'm across them and say, you know, that, that guy's not going to hit like Paul Felder. He's not as fast as Edson or he doesn't have the – same cardio as Frankie Edgar, like, it's just, they, they bring it on a different level, um, that I, you know, they're the best in the world, so there's really not a lot of people in the world that can match that, match those, uh, traits. No, you're absolutely right, man. Like I said, I watch you train, it, it's always impressive, and, you know, in Ty, do you try to control your sparring, or do you do, like, how many times a week do you spar? Um, I do a lot of text sparring during the week, but that's like super light. You can do that forever and really not take damage. Um, I hard spar like one time a week, maybe two times a week. Um, it gets, I guess I do it more often as the fight gets closer. So like four or five weeks out, I'll be going hard twice a week. And then, uh, I'm sorry, hard once a week. And then like three weeks in going hard twice a week up until, like, 10 days before the fight, and then we kind of just pull the sparring off from there. Okay, and throughout this process, how important is, like, nutrition and hydration through all that, especially if you're doing, like, these hard rounds, plus you're doing strength and conditioning, like you mentioned? It, I guess, like, nutrition's got to be super important. Yeah, it's it's pretty much everything. I notice a big difference. Um, you know, there's not always days where you eat great or eat as much as you should or drink as much as you should. And there's definitely, like, a big difference, um, at least for me, when I eat well, I drink a lot, you know, I'm just properly fueled versus, you know, when I don't, when I have an off day or whatever. And, uh, yeah, there's there's definitely a big performance difference when your nutrition's right or if it's not right, um, both in the gym and when you're fighting. And, I, and, you know, obviously leading up to your fight, you want to get as many quality sessions in if you can. Now, do you, you one of the kind of fighters that studies a lot of tape on your opponent and, and of yourself as well, where you try to pick up any tendencies you may have and change them and then try to pick up their tendencies? Um, I 
did for the longest time where I was, like, watching a guy's fight, like his most recent fight or last couple fights. Um, and I like picking up tendencies or, like, seeing little holes in the game and formulating a game plan. Um, I think I might have been guilty of doing it too much. And then I'm sitting around waiting for this guy to do what I'm expecting him to do instead of just going and doing my own thing. Um, so that's one thing I've been trying to change is watch a little bit less tape. But I think it's still beneficial to watch a guy um, watch a guy fight, see what he does, what he doesn't do, and uh, plan a little bit around that for how you're going to approach him. Now, are there other fighters, could be amateur or pro, that you like to watch, try to pick up tricks that they try to pull off in the cage or ring? Um, I'll watch pretty much anybody that's good, especially if they have a different style for me, because that's when I'm going to pick up, you know, different tricks. Um, I love watching guys like uh, Edson and Paul and Frankie and all the high-level guys, because they definitely have uh, more tricks up their sleeve than I do. Um, but I like watching our guys that are, you know, like the amateur guys in the gym as well. Like we have like Paul Capaldo and, and Santo and those guys that are going to mix it up as well. Um, you know, again, I try to, I think it's good to pick from different styles and kind of fit things in um, that work for you. But I think influential in how I train and, you know, my style in general, I like to try to take a lot of stuff from Ed for sure. Um, just because he is so good, it's hard to uh, not want to steal some stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody at this point, when Edson comes in and starts either sparring or doing kind of pay work, I think we all stop and watch and be like, all right, what can we learn from this? Because it's just oh. ridiculous to watch. It's it's insane. Um, you know, one thing I always wondered, Frank, is that you, you developed so much and your your fight game has gotten so good. With all these new students joining schools all around, Muay Thai is getting so popular, kickboxing is getting so popular. Do you have tips for, like, a young student or a young aspiring fighter as they get involved in this sport? Um, main thing is just to be open-minded. I mean, there's there's guys that I that I talk to that are, like, YouTube experts or, you know, they, they watch a lot of video and, like, haven't really ever trained, so they think they know stuff. Um, I think – when you're brand new or if you've been doing it for a while, you just have to keep that open mind um, and just learn from as many people as you can and just learn as many things as you can. And um, there's, there's that end of it, and there's also just being diligent in training. Because, you know, one time a week, two times a week, if you're really trying to make something out of it, it it's got to be your life has to revolve around that. Because again, if you're really trying to... Uh, be serious with it. If you're just trying to learn a skill, trying to learn how to defend yourself, um, you really just have to focus on, again, still training so you can lock down technique and be technical because, you know, if you're not training very often, you're going to be flailing around, not very tight. Um, But still, I think either way, keeping that white belt mentality and trying to learn a lot is good for everybody. I was kind of talking in circles there, but uh, <laughs> just learning as much as you can and being diligent, I think it's good for anybody on any level. And how important, I mean, you have some great coaches. How important are coaches throughout this, like throughout your fight camp and just your training? Um, that's huge because, you know, this that I have, especially the uh, my main coach, Mike Burke, 
at the institute. Um, a coach is really excellent for you to kind of um, have somebody to give you a path to go and kind of guide you a little bit. It's it's something. This is tough to do, like just figuring it out by yourself. And a lot of times, coaches are people that have done a lot of figuring it out through trial and error or through um, being coached themselves by other guys who have gone through trial and error. So I think having a coach is going to help you skip a lot of steps as far as, like, doing things that don't work and just kind of get you where you need to be at a quicker pace. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I think they they definitely need to know, be like, to build that, like, that bond and that chemistry and, you know, how yeah. important are your teammates too, man? Like you mentioned, you do some tech sparring, you do you, you hard sparring. How important is it to have good teammates? Um, that's great. That that's as important as a great coach, I would say, because they're going to give you different looks and they're going to push you and really, um, you know, they have your best interest in mind as well. You know, if if you have good teammates, so. Um, being getting good looks and sharing knowledge and stuff like that. We have a couple teammates, uh, or a couple teammates of mine rather, at the institute, which is uh, again the main Muay Thai gym that I train out of, um, or the Muay Thai gym that I train out of. I train obviously at Nick's. Um, but we have guys like Malcolm Hill, and uh, we had a dude Eric Chung, John Esposito. These are all guys that have been in the sport now for a couple of years, either as long as me or a little bit longer, and um, you know. Just sharing knowledge is huge, you know, and I think uh, you see that again in Ketone, Nick Ketone's gym as well, is uh, the sharing of knowledge is as important as getting it from one person like a coach. All right, we talked about all the, the serious stuff. Now let's talk about some fun stuff, man. You got September 30th, a title fight, I Play America. How cool is this, man? I know you, I mean, you're already a champion, but how are you looking forward to this fight? Yeah, uh, looking real forward to this. Uh, I found out today, actually, that it's going to be a main event fight as well, not just a title fight, so that would be cool. It's the first time I'm main eventing anything. Um, and, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm fighting a good guy. He comes, he's a Tiger Showman's guy, which um, a lot of people like, kind of poo-poo them because they're a, they're a chain, but the fighters that they put out are generally pretty good if they're competing regularly. Um, this kid's 6-1. and one. He's done pretty well in the uh in Pennsylvania in, the, in their uh amateur kickboxing. But um you know, so I'm looking forward to that challenge, but I think he's you know, he's in for a rough evening this Saturday. Yeah, no, I think he is too. I like like you said, Tiger Shulman, I think the one thing you get to is they're always in shape, man. They always come fight ready, they're always in shape. But I think just based on what I know of you and who you train with and what you've done, I think it's it'd be a lot of fun to watch on our side. Um Frank, do you have a, a message for your fans, your friends, your family, everything as you go into this fight? Um, I just appreciate everybody's support, um, friends, family, gym members, students, uh, teammates, everybody. It's, like, been awesome. Um, whether I've won fights, lost fights, everyone just had my back. You know, when I lose fights, like the last one that I fought, it's against some stud. Um but, you know, I'm losing – I've lost fights and they're still behind me, which I feel like when you lose is when you find out uh, who cares about you, who doesn't as much. And, um, yeah, so all my friends and family, first and foremost. And then uh, going into this fight, I've been uh, helped out a lot. Again, like I mentioned earlier, um, Bulldogs and Barbells, they're um, 
a strength training place. I started out with them just about three weeks ago, but I'm feeling like in great shape. I'm hitting harder already, and I've only been with them like I said three weeks. Um, so I appreciate their help. And uh, also my dude, uh, Johnny Christina, runs Beast Coast Unlimited, uh, apparel and uh, gear company. You know, they give me all my shin guards, mouthpieces, mouth uh, gloves, everything. They've been hooking me up, giving me good uh, fresh gear for all those hours that I put in. And it's pretty good gear, too, so it's not, uh, it's not just falling apart on me. So all those guys and gals um, definitely appreciate Appreciate you, man, for letting me ramble on your uh, podcast. <laughs> oh, you're my boy, man. Listen, you, you get a title fight, man. I definitely got to talk to you. Now I'm just waiting for you to start doing autograph signings and stuff. <laughs> but, well, first of all, Frank, that, well, first of all, thank you for your time. Cause I know you're at the end of your camp. You're tired, and the last thing you want to do is talk to me. And, and uh, on behalf of Nick and myself, best of luck, man. Main event, and I play America, September 30th, title fight. We're all looking forward to it. So you have a fight prediction, man. Um, man, this kid carries his hands well. Um, I'm feeling in the first two rounds, I could drop a head kick on him, get him out of there early. Nice. Listen, man, like you said, best of luck, man. Thank you for your time, and we can't wait for We're looking forward to this fight, man. It's going to be a great one. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Frank. Talk to you after the fight. Thank you. See you. All right, it's Frank Wells, an excellent Thai fighter, also an instructor at NCMMA, trained at the Institute, too, another great school. So I want to thank him for his time. You can follow this show, ncmmaradio.com. Please check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com, and we'll talk to you next time.